Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. You know, first of all, this is audio, okay? This is first thoughts of the morning. I just rolled over. You ain't trying to see me. So I'm going to drop a couple of, I'm going to drop a couple pictures on here. Let's see. There's one. Let's do a little bit of a podcast. It's called How to Get Out of Bed. And it's called How to Get Out of Bed Daily. But we have done, this is um, what we're calling book three. So the dog is like, oh, Lord, I'm locked in here with her on this podcast. So... Book one, um, we did literally 90 straight episodes of, okay, how do we do this? How do we uh, get beyond, get out of bed, deal with uh, having experienced some things and realizing that those things kept us from being as productive as one. And it worked. It worked. And then we did book two because we thought we were good. We stepped out there and then we realized, wait a minute, this is something waking up and and being able to talk through our day, to be able to process our thoughts. Because what I have learned, and I'm sorry, y'all, I had to wait till I got this old to realize this. But luckily, I learned a few other things along the way. But now I am full of understanding that it takes being able to take a few moments and process yourself into the day. Now, a lot of times you may be in that season where the clock does not permit it. The bills do not permit it. The responsibilities, the um, accountabilities, parenting, all of those things, giving of ourselves, don't necessarily permit us just taking a few times to meditate or just kind of think about who we are and what we should be doing. Because there are those of us that question. Some people don't question that stuff. Some people, they just go along to get along. Some people, they're full-on understanding. They come into the world understanding. They're all about them. And, that, and I don't mean that in a selfish way. They already know. But luckily, <laughs> those of us who, who need a little bit more guidance, we find each other, particularly out here in social media, and um, those of us who want to live full-on honest and transparent and share these things. Like, I know people are watching me like, because even a, a friend of mine, we got together for maybe lunch or something, I don't know, and I hadn't, you know, been out, hadn't been off the couch, out, out of the bed, out of the house in a while, or around people, because, you know, I have my traumas, you know, and uh, and she says, I'm feeling a different vibe, it's hitting differently, right, because most people expect me to be on, I'm on, and I'm, I'm like, giving, and all this stuff, and I'm just on, entertaining, and so forth, but for the most part, I'm very quiet. When I get ready to push this button and start talking, I haven't even necessarily used my voice. I'm looking around to see if I had something to drink. I haven't necessarily used my voice, but there's a lot going on in my mind uh, in my waking and in my unwaking. When I'm sleeping, I wake up into a day. So what I've done, uh, as I have done many times before, I grab the journal, which 
couple more pages left and I'm trying to like get to this last page. Usually I create a word cloud. Some people take copious notes because I, I like to just kind of let things come through. But word, word cloud. And I started in book two putting a little bit more of a title on the conversation because I know what I'm going to try and talk about. Although I may venture on, and if you're looking for just simply the antidote for how to get out of bed, uh, sometimes I like for it to be a two-way conversation. I don't have another device today. So if you're on uh, any number of the, the places we just literally went live, then catch me in the comments if you're on any of the many places that you'll be able to binge on these episodes, such as uh, any of the podcast platforms. Feel free to tweet me at DryerBuzz. And then, of course, you know, you can filter the entire Internet for everything Dryer Buzz with the hashtag uh, Dryer Buzz. And then if you like, wait, she's on all these different channels. How do I find more of this? Just simply go to DryerBuzz.com. And it's literally uh, just a page that's going to tell you all the different channels that you might want to subscribe to wherever you already are. Because our goal starting 20 years ago is was meeting you where you are, were wherever you at, where you at. And and reason why it's called Dryer Buzz, because 20 years ago, um, we were all particularly either in the salons or the barbershops and under the dryer. And so I would provide all kind of great content for you to consume while you were under the dryer, because barbershops and salons were one of those places where we really had a lot of dialogue, even though it's particularly women. I said there were a lot, uh, because we weren't on a, like, you walked in the salon, you know how they would, like, start working on you and, like, not finish, so you literally, like, sit there with hair all over your head, you know, and then, of course, you know, the barbershop is always that place for a great debate, and for the past 20 plus years, I have been wearing a chop, I chopped it, and I was like, oh, I'm not letting that grow back, uh-uh, and there have been times I did let my hair grow back, in fact, most recently, I was trying to let it grow, and I was like, I can't do this because uh, that's not my confidence zone. I cannot have, I can't afford to have a bad hair day because something may jump off news or buzzworthy, or I get invited here and there. And dealing with my hair is the last thing. But then I have the most perfect barber that I've known all my life since third grade, and uh, and she keeps me looking fly. Everybody's like, where's the mohawk? The mohawk will be back this spring. Usually at the end of the year, I take it all off because I usually over the year, I've done a lot to it as far as coloring um, and just changing and, and depending on my mood. And, and when it, you know, if you, if you don't know that when you let your hair grow and it gets the nice coily and kinkies, you know, you're really connected to the universe. You get to start getting all this sensory. It's really, your hair is really sensory. It's a lot of sensory stuff going on in your hair. And sometimes I know too much and I don't want to know all of that. But just because also your hair carries, in, in my view, a lot of memory and a lot of stuff that you've gone through. Like when I see somebody that has extremely long locks or extremely long hair anyway, and I think about all the things that they might have experienced over that time and how all of that, because I mean, you talk about nerve endings, um, it's in your hair. So if you're wondering like why you can't let go of something, start there. Start with a clean scalp um, and take that weight off. You know, it just if you want to. Some people have had amazing lives and they want to carry that stuff. All I mean, hey, it is. I mean, there were seasons when I was like, life is good. And then, and then I got that one season, like, wait a minute. Oh, we're about to change a decade. All of, all of this stuff doesn't get to go with you into this new decade. Speaking of a new decade. So 
Uh, I want to talk about just a couple of days coming up. I'm recording this one for those of y'all in the future. I'm recording this one less than 72, 48 hours maybe. Uh, well, 24 hours for Christmas Eve, 48, 48 hours for Christmas. And we all can't wait for 72 hours for it all to be over and done with. Uh, if you, if you have to, if you have to shop and you got to get presents, you got to get with family. Uh, I think we got a couple of days of stuff planned and one particular, and if, and if you do follow me, uh, you know that we are just, uh, from the weekend from Friday, we, we lost a family member. So we had a memorial service for that. So, and that's another, how to get out of bed and how to, and, and one of the reasons I watched myself closely as we were coming through this as well as watching others because having been there myself and my cousin basically um had to memorialize her mom and you know I've been through that and my other cousins have been through that and it's it's, we're in that season um so I I was watching myself because I didn't want to there were some things that I also had to deal with simultaneously and I wanted to make sure that I dealt with them so I myself went back over and went to how to get out of bed. Can I tell y'all what I love about having done, or having started, I won't say done, having started how to get out of bed, these little um, conversations that was once upon a time daily, and sorry, daily is still in the top, in the title there. It's just, it's part of the, oh, if, if you're old school tech macro, you know, it's still in the macro that I drop when I get ready to set this stuff up. Um, and I started to change that, take the daily out. Cause it's not day. It's not daily. Uh, I'm not even afforded the opportunity to do them daily, but also I don't need them daily as I did during that time. So, but what I love is having accomplished to this point when I see someone online and they are asking how to get out of bed, how to get through their day, how to get um, through something that they're going on, that's going on with them. I am very simply able to tag if they're on Facebook, tag the page and they can go and listen or, or just drop the link, um, that will send them to the channel where they, to the page where they can choose a channel. And then the gratitude that comes from that, because we too oftentimes won't let people know that we've been in their shoes. And that comes again to trying to live honestly and transparent. You know, I, I like to live honestly and transparent because I can't remember a lot of stuff. I'm like, wait, we've done that, you know, but to be able to see somebody because here's what we do on social media. And I'm going to give you the word. The word today is very merry. Write that down. Very merry. I want to, I wrote down, I said, wake up very merry. And I'm going to describe what that is. Merry. Like I know it's, 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 Merry Christmas, is it something else? Merry something else, whatever. But I was like, what is it? Very merry. To be very merry uh, in the Christmas season and, and other uh, holiday, other things that are going on, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, all those things that kind of tie into what you subscribe to. This is a time of the year where people go into their reverence and their worship um, Aside from the shopping, the material side of things, but this is a time when I think that people, regardless of what they subscribe to, this is a time in the harvest season and so forth that people take time to um, um, reverence in how they worship, what they subscribe to, and in book one and book two and now book three, we've often ta- I've often said, listen, based on what you subscribe to, 
you know, because I'm not here to persuade anybody. I'm just speaking out loud, you know, and if you find something and we have in common with this, hey, by all means, let me know. Like, yeah, we do that in my culture, and this, here's how we do it. I'm open to it. I want to learn those things because I think we are too insensitive simply because we are too ignorant of what other people are doing because there are some, they like they like to keep their stuff to themselves, but um, it's, a, it's a detriment when we, it creates a detriment when we see somebody going through something and we don't say, You've been there. I, hey, I've been there. I, I felt that. Because people need to know there is a way out. There's a way up. There's a way around it. There's a way that you don't even have to go through it. Here's how you handle it. Do you know, like, like losing a loved one, the hardest thing about that is the anxiety of it, especially if you know. And then the preparation, the immediate, there's an immediate preparation you have to go. And there are immediate things that you have to do. And then the anxiety of worrying if you can do that for that person. And, and even for your own sanity, right? To, be a, to make it through on the other side of this thing. Or um, if somebody is having issues on their jobs. Like, like here's, what, here's what plays out on social media. And I see it all the time. And I'm that person, y'all. I'm, I, I, I have, in fact... I've said I was going to be that person. And then there are all the, there are those that say, she's that person. If anybody can say it, she can say it. I remember showing up to an interview one time and somebody said, hey, let's bring her in on this segment because she'll ask that question, right? Because this person knew that they couldn't ask it because of the way they have to leverage, quote unquote, the career and the job and so forth. But they're like, you know, she, she, she didn't have, look, I don't, I don't have it to lose uh, at this point in life, you know. And, and that doesn't mean that, and I, and even though that I don't place myself in position to lose a lot, I still try not to be reckless. There's a difference. And I have to remind myself of that. Like the other day I was like, especially out driving. Um, and I wish I had reminded myself about that last night cause I got a ticket, but I have to remind myself and y'all, I'm, I got a ticket for the, I got a ticket for the thing that phone in your hand. I, I was, there was an accident and I, you know me took a picture, but the phone actually, I can't remember. I'm not going to incriminate myself, but the phone ended up in my hand. Okay. I'm not not going to incriminate myself because I'm trying to decide whether or not I fight this thing or just go pay. And I think it's pretty cheap for the first defense. So I'm like, Hey, that's good. And I'm always that person. Oh, you just going to get me for that. Okay. (laughs) Cause remember that, remember that I said, I try not to, I try not to, have anything to lose, but I live a risky life. I'm, I, it is what it is. You have not known me five minutes and not said, okay, she got some, she, she a little risky, right? I promise you, if you just, if you just log on this podcast for a minute, you realize there's a risk involved in our association. So you probably like, mm, okay, I put my headphones on. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not going to necessarily subscribe or like, but I won't troll. That's a decision people have to make. So, like, I'm not going to incriminate myself, but there was a car. And I'm still wondering if this was, like, a bait accident, right? I think the Atlanta PD had a bait accident set up and was catching people taking pictures of the quote-unquote accident. I don't know if that, because it looked almost like a movie set. I'm wondering, Atlanta PD, and I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out, because y'all know I know some folks. In fact, go ahead and DM me and let me know. Because even if you could help a sister out, I don't even want to bother my good 
ticket, my ticket attorney. I'm like, I ain't even trying to bother him right now. I'm like, I'm, he going through some stuff. I'm going to pay my fine because I ain't trying to go up in court. I ain't go, I don't go up in court without an attorney. And I'm like, you know, he got some things going on. So pray for him. But I'm almost, the way Atlanta is a movie making town around here. I'm almost thinking, because I drove through this intersection a couple times, like, mm, that's so weird, right? And then I noticed, like, wait a minute, that car, it looked like an accident, but then it don't look like an accident. I'm like, is that car inside that big? The car, there was a car literally inside one of the um, prestigious uh, um, stores, I guess you call it, in Buckhead, right? And I'm like, okay, but see, I should have known it wasn't no, there was no fire trucks and all that. I mean, the car was in the building. Nice, fancy vehicle, as if they'd come right on across. Um, what's that road? It wasn't far. It wasn't the far road one. It was the other one up the major intersection where you have to split to go to Peachtree, Roswell, and all of that. But then I'm like, dang, Yolanda, there was no fire truck. I think I think they set up a bait accident to catch the catch us film, catch us trying to take pictures. And lo and behold, I took the picture, and I had a good picture, but then I was like, oh, I need to get one from this angle and not to incriminate myself. So, therefore, I touched the phone, and the ticket was no part of your body can, the phone can rest nowhere on your persons. And I'm like, and, and, and two, if you were... If you were the police at the accident, would you really leave the scene to come and chase somebody that had their phone? Like, really? Okay, y'all got me. Okay, I'm gonna find out. I'm I'm gonna find out. I need somebody. I'm, I'm gonna go tweet. I'm I'm gonna find this out. I think it was a bait accident because this fancy car inside this building, no fire trucks, ain't nobody checking for. Nobody was checking for structural damage. Yeah, and you and you gonna leave that car and come? Oh yeah, that's the new sting. That has to be the new sting. I'm gonna blast them. I'm blasting. I'm blast. So y'all, when y'all roll up on an accident scene and there's no ambulance and there's no fire trucks blocking all the roads, you know what they do whenever there's a thing. They go, it's Atlanta. Whenever there's an accident, they block all the lanes. Oh, they got us good last night because they was pulling folk over left and right. Okay, APD, I see you. Trying to get us on that first or fifth. Thank God it was. Like I said, that's all you got me for? Okay, good. We good, Gucci. <laughs> and they, I love when they come up, tap, tap, tap. Do you know why I'm pulling up? I have no idea. Clutching my invisible pearls. I have no idea. What are you, what's going on? Looking at me like, girl, you already know. No, what? Okay, well, there's a hands-free lock. Right, you know, and you had your, you had, boo boo, do do what you gotta do, right? So anyway, because <laughs> I was being very merry. Anyway, not in that sense, because no, not me. Like I'm, let me just trying to get back on topic. Very merry. Okay, so got the little got the little ticket, but I still want to find out. I said, look, but let me get back on topic. Let me get back on topic. Very merry. What I was talking about. Oh, I was talking about, I try to make sure that I'm not reckless. So when how I got to that story was when I am out driving, you know, sometimes like you want to like change lanes or, or GPS, GPS hymns us up all the time. Like GPS will send you like all around the block 
instead of just telling you like, hey, whip a U-turn or turn it here or turn, you got to turn around. And then you, you follow the GPS and all of a sudden you realize you went in a huge circle. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's a whole safety thing, right? Because me, I'd have hit a U-turn or, or hit on brakes, just turned, whipped in here, whipped in there. And I have to remind myself, don't be reckless. Or even especially with my mouth and my thoughts and my social media, I have to remind myself, just don't be reckless. Because, you know, I'm not that person. That's, you'll rarely find any malice, like I'm not out here ever trying to hurt anybody. Um, so you'll never really find any malice is what I'm doing, but I'm a risky person. So I have to, and, and, you know, in knowing and continuously knowing myself, I have to know that you, girl, you take some risk because I don't have like as many other people, I don't have a lot to lose. So I have to tell myself, don't be reckless. Um, because there are people attached to you. They, they do have some things to risk. They do have some things to lose, right? And there are a lot of people that will say, hey, can you ask this? Can you say that? Because, you know, I, I, I keep myself in that position because I love truth. I love honesty and I love transparency. I don't want you, I don't want to say something today and you go back like, well, you didn't say that before. You didn't do that before. And even in evolution, I, I can tell you, hey, that was an evolution moment. That was a season of this, that, and the other. So I try to be consistent. Is that the word? Okay. So I, I said a couple of things. Remember I said we are trying to create a word cloud and how to get out of bed. To be very merry, you got to be consistent. Because guess what's consistent? This holiday season, it comes every year. It comes every year, exact same time. And there are always those like myself that are never prepared. It's like I have, they, in a season when I was a young mom, I could not be as risky. I couldn't risk nothing. I'm like, I got to get this stuff done. By July, I knew I had to be at a certain point and a whole lot of other obligations. So going forward, I could always give my kids the best holiday season that they could imagine, right? And there were other things that came up and stuff like that. But I knew during that time I wanted to be very merry and not just for mine, but for others as well. So consistent. You got to be consistent. And you got to be aware, cognizant. We're going to do some C's, right? got to be cognizant about what's going on. And understand, in this season, y'all, it is about, it is about others. And I know for some of us that takes us off our square because I was always that person and I get those anxieties and I still get them. And in fact, even this, this past week, I'm like that having people have an expectation of you when it's like, that's a difficult thing for some of us. Right. And, and for some, it feels dismissive. And yesterday, I think yesterday or the day before we were the last podcast. I remember we're not daily. The last podcast before this one, you're going to find us talking about dealing with people who are dismissive and it feels like disrespect and it feels like Disney, they just simply dishonor everything because they're just so dismissive and they, and they may not even be selfish because they dismissive of themselves. And when people are dismissive of themselves, they can't be nothing but dismissive of you. So that comes through in this holiday season because we wake, we, we come out of a fault. There are things that when you can't get out of bed, there are things that will bring you out of this fog that we live in, those thoughts that we've been telling ourselves, and you start to feel that awakening. And I really wanted to say awakening and aware on here, but there is a awakening to this thing, especially 
around the holiday season when you start having that awakening and you start being aware and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, it's, on, it's, it's about to be Christmas Eve. And I'm like, I don't have that sense of urgency for the, the material side of the holiday anymore because my kids are grown. So I haven't had to rush out and find a sale for this and a discount for that or find this item or anything like that. It's like, hey, listen, what what we, what we doing? Um, we come up with this kind of thing. So I I haven't had that rush of the holiday season. And then two, I'm on the uh, creative side of it as opposed to the consumer side. So I have things that I am providing as a product kind of thing. But then this is not my season for my product. So I'm really just chilling. <laughs> I am really going into this holiday season just chilling. And this is while I saw it coming, this is probably the first one because then the because the last couple of ones were kind of quite painful because it was after losing my mom. But this one is just be it's just about hey look let's sit back and chill. We all grown. We're gonna do some things. We're gonna do some things really nice for each other. Um, but we're so appreciative of the time, the time that we have. So we're just trying to be very merry. That's what I want. People say, what do you want for Christmas? I want to see you very merry. For those of you that listened to this one, for those of you that stuck around at 25 minutes into this, I just want to see you very merry. And I know some of you are hanging on because I started the story talking about the timeline. Oftentimes we see people in their timeline. I was talking about how lucky, how, how great I feel when I can refer somebody to how to get out of bed. When you see somebody in the timeline and they usually say they're, they're down, they're not feeling good, they're not their best. Too oftentimes, rather than, you know, people drop the prayers and all that kind of stuff. But very few people go really, truly, honestly, what do you need? What What do you need? Everybody else, 99.9% of the comments, like, me too. And I'm, so and I'm like, well, the one thing they need is some, to be in new company. Yeah, I had that too. And I went through that too. And yeah, people are shameful. And I hate this too. And that, you know. And I'm like, wait, wait, what are you, what are we fixing here? In fact, there was one just recently, somebody asked about, said they were without something. Um, they literally asked, somebody literally posted, where can I go take a shower? I'm sorry, it was the morning, morning mouth. And I was like trying to get something off my lip. Uh, I know, like TMI, right? Morning mouth, it is what it is. And, and waking up podcasting, okay. I'm dry lip city over here, not to give a visual because I didn't grab any lemonade and I've got to make lemonade. I'm going to make lemonade today. It's Monday. I'm going to chill. I, I thought I woke up early thinking I had to go with my dad to one of his doctor's visits and it was like, no girl, we got a week. Chill. I'm going to do this. Chill. Okay. I'm chilling. I do need to make some lemonade and I do need to get in the kitchen and, and organize some things. But I saw a person literally post. And see, this is why I say what people try to act like or not. I don't know if they try to act like it or if it's just a mechanism that's in us, like, like to act like we don't see stuff. The person literally posted, is anybody know the place in the area where I can go and take a good hot shower? And everybody started posting their problems. And I was like, she asked where could she go? And, and some people said, you know, hey, there's the, um, the gym and some people... I was so thankful that some people, because we leave people hanging. We leave people out there. Some people said, hey, the truck stopped and whatever. And I'm like, wait, wait, what are we fixing over there? Because there were a lot of people said, I've been there too. Somebody just said, girl, go boil some water. Look, go fill up the baths. Go boil some water. Start filling up the bathtub. Now you just start taking hot baths, you know. Who hasn't been there? Okay, I, I love that y'all haven't been there. But this is the South, Okay. 
whether or not you've had financial issues, whether or not you've had repair issues, or just simply because the structural system in some of these cities just ain't the best. I mean, hell, they still trying to get good water, clean water, uh, untoxic water, unpoisoned water in Michigan. Okay. And they got the great lakes. Okay. So there are, there's, but I'm like, wait, what are we fixing? And I know there are some people that are quickly get out there. Hey, listen, y'all got to go fund me this. And I, I, let me tell y'all something. I love a go fund me. I tell everybody go do one. Because believe it or not, you do have some friends that's going to help you. You got a lot of people that's going to criticize these systems out there for which people are going and raising millions of dollars. Let me tell you, there's a, there was another story of a person that was having some hardship. And uh, there was a mom that dropped, there was a mom, and I think the story went national, but I think it was here in Atlanta. The mom dropped her uh, uh, a special needs kid off at the hospital, left in, 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 in terms of abandoned. She didn't go through the proper procedures to relinquish her rights, which is what you have to do. You apparently can leave a, a child of a certain age uh, in certain designated spots, namely fire stations and so, some other things, without punitive damages, uh, a punishment. I don't know if I used that word right. I was trying to use one. But without punishment, um, unfortunately, she took the kid to the hospital and of course, you know, everything's on camera. So she was then uh, arrested for a bed, child endangerment and, and so forth. Um, but there were those that showed up at her hearing and she was uh, uh, released um, due to the pressures of them filling up the courtroom. But I did not immediately see. And, and this is where a lot of people get mad about the quote unquote white saviors, because first thing they're going to do is they're going to do a GoFundMe. Okay, they're going to jump on one of these apps and raise some money. In fact, they're going to jump on one of these apps and raise millions. But, you know, we got black people out here that don't want black people to get reparations. So all the black advocates, you know, they ain't never about they ain't never I ain't like raising money for folks. And I don't I don't understand that because I'd be like because I'm that person. Like, give me the link. Let me put some money on it. I ain't got but but I'm going to give you half of that. Right. Um, but they I don't know why. That's a DNA thing with black folk. Y'all, I'm sorry. It is. It, it, I, I don't see, I don't see it nowhere else. I, ne- I never heard of it. And I'm going to tell you, I, I remember doing Katrina, you know, it was like, I, I, I was watching, um, the Viet, it was the Vietnamese community or Asian community, um, that was going through the same thing with everybody else. And they were like, we got each other. But they were, they was figuring their stuff out. Right. They were like, no, we're not getting on them buses. You're not separating this family. We going to wait. You know, y'all can jump in front of them news cameras if you want to. We speaking no English, not saying nothing, pick a color, all that. So they like, no, we don't even know where they went, where they settled. Okay. Maybe they back in New Orleans because there was a very large population of them in, in New Orleans. They like, they, they said nothing. They sat there. You, you, you see them get in the pan, the video pan as everybody else is running around with you know, with the heads cut off and all that kind of stuff and save, trying to stop, trying to save each other. But we all know Katrina for the hardship of the way, um, black folk in new Orleans were portrayed. Many of them are still, some of them still in Atlanta and other parts. And, uh, uh, apparently, and I got to go watch the episode of, and I hate, let me tell you, I despise SNL. Sarah, not like I despise that show, but, uh, um, there was a, I got a clip about, uh, the gentrification and everybody being sent back to Atlanta, where Atlanta is gentrified too. So I don't know where folks gonna go. If you didn't hold, if you did not hold onto a piece of something in this city, and then you want to come home, be prepared. I'm just saying, 
be prepared, be prepared. But anyway, being very merry. Um, I don't understand why black activists don't, don't raise more money. In fact, there was a, one of the galas here. I think they said it was like a, a million dollar raise and y'all know it should be 10 million. And you know, we're talking about the college fund. And I say that every time afterwards, and I don't know why I say it because it is what it is. But anyway, um, I don't know why that money, money is, is now money is, money is an issue. And it's one of the reasons a lot of people don't get out of bed and it, and there are ways to live in your means or, or beyond your means, or under your means, without many means. There's a way to make it, there's a way to make a living. And it just depends on what you want to apply stuff to. But a lot of times, you know, people could, people could get, people could get out of bed, um, for just with an extra $20, you know, um, let's say that you are out, you know, shopping today. And we today, today we use a lot of services that you tip on, you know, just a little extra in the tip, y'all. I mean, and you ain't got to, you don't have to be that one to leave four or $500 or you, you don't have to be that one to go pay off all the layaways, you know, just there are people out there just with an extra dollar, you know, I mean, like, and, and I'm not saying go to the coffee shop and pay for somebody's $10 coffee, you know. I'm like, because if you need, I'm like, I, I mean, just a little thing. Just putting, and we love to, and you know, and you know what I haven't, I guess because I haven't really shopped. I have seen it, but I haven't really been in the stores. Um, but I did not see a lot of the Salvation Army. I didn't, not even see it. I know I didn't even hear it. And I, and I know now, you know, it's hard to hear stuff in the cars, and I hadn't been pretty much out of the car. Um, but I did, we did go to the mall. Um, we did go to the mall. I've been to the mall a couple of times and I think I finally once saw them. I didn't hear them. Went to the grocery store cause we, we had to go get food, um, for a couple of things this weekend and this week, uh, taking food to the family and then food for the repast and all of that. And I didn't hear the bells. I didn't, I didn't see the Salvation Army out there. And I know a lot of people don't like to give to the larger organizations, but, I like supporting them as well as giving to those things that I know. Like I know in my neighborhood, there's some um, real grassroots stuff. And then there's also organizations that I have uh, championed over the years, you know, that I, that I like to, to give to. Like say, for instance, guys, you guys did all that shopping on Amazon. Do you know that before you open your app or if you download a particular app or before you go to the website, if you just put smile dot amazon.com uh, it will allow you to choose an organization or a charity so that they will make a donation when you shop it's like you don't even have to give um but a percentage and think about it because i know you're looking at you going if not today maybe come monday you're gonna be looking at your account like okay what was the damage right just think of what you spent for the christmas if a percent of that and and i know amazon be selling out pennies here and there but I think it's I think it's pretty significant, and I know a number of organizations again, local organizations here in my my neighborhood that uh, have asked us. They ran campaigns. Hey, listen, you know, with your Amazon shopping, please choose us as your organization. And something that I do each February is, and that just because after the holidays, after Christmas, things start to settle down. I always go and look to see because you know tax time as well. Um, I'm always looking to see where my contributions. Maybe that's why I do it in February tax time. Um, I, I'm always a good one because 
after Christmas, you know, we, everybody starts working on their budget. And if you have a business or organization or, you know, your creator and those kind if you operate on a budget, yeah, again, tax time. If you operate on a budget, you have to take time to audit. And so in those audits that people who do try to live by their budgets, tax time, um, you are reminded and mindful of where your money is going or have gone or did you did you give enough? Did you spend too much and those kind of things? So usually in February, because I know for me, I that's when I renew a lot of my memberships to different organizations. And so I'm looking to see, you know, what I got out of networking through those organizations. You know, dang, I joined this one. I paid all that money for that membership. Did I get any referrals? Did I network? Did I go to those events? Did I win any any of the coveted awards, you know, by being in this or that association? Because that's really why we join business associations. You know, you want our businesses recognized. I don't have a business. I'm not trying to say I have a business, but I'm saying I do some consulting. You know, and those kinds of things. Um, so, you and I like to say, I love to continue saying award-winning, you know, blogger, award-winning original digital. You know, I love saying that. Um, but so you have to be, in order to get awards, you know, those people who are getting ready to go to all these different award shows again, February, are going to all these different award shows. They're going to those award shows because they're in those associations. You know, they're cat, that's what they call the Oscar. You're not going to get an Oscar if you're not in the Academy. You know, that's an association. I'm pretty sure there's some dudes that you, you hired on that film, uh, that film company, you know, the people are paying dudes. Awards, awards aren't free. Did y'all really think that? No, anybody awarding you nothing. For, I, I nominated some people for a local award and they were like, wait, they want, they want a fee. And I'm like, yeah, there's a fee. And, and this again, this is, you know, black people, you know, we don't, we don't be thinking about talk. I don't know y'all. I, I I'm not going to say black people because my, my podcast probably get what, skin folk. Okay. My skin folk and your skin folk and their skin folk. This, I, that's my going forward in 2019 because everything is getting suppressed online on social media. I'm using a whole lot of skin folk stuff, right? So my skin folk don't necessarily truly understand the cost of things. It's just not because we were at, there was a cost associated with our, with our ancestors and pretty much us to this day. So we don't really like to talk about money and what things cost, but we really need to have a better understanding of it because when we don't have that understanding, the dog is like getting restless. So I must be at, I'm only at 38. He, he can usually chill for about 45. Um, but because we were, there was a cost to us, a bounty on us at a time, uh, as we often tried to uh, escape from the oppressive nature of our existence on this planet, I was going to say America, but on this planet throughout the diaspora. And one of the reasons we are spread out in the many other places, because uh, we were captured into servitude uh, of those things. Our ancestors were captured into servitude. And those of us who live in America and probably the UK, some of the more dominant countries, we live in countries that are always trying to reconstruct uh, the system of oppression and slavery. So we're off, we just don't really talk about the money thing because simply we don't want to be, we don't want to be tied to having the same value system as savages. So it's a very hard conversation to talk to black folk about money. And for the past 20 years, I have been out here talking to black folk about money, by getting your worth and understanding the cost of things because, you know, black folk have a hard time tipping <laughs> simply. And I have a real pet peeve about you utilizing somebody's services and not giving them their worth. And that's why I was saying it's like 
There's somebody, you know, they probably put in a 12-hour shift yesterday. They can't get out of bed today simply because they were slighted and undermined and undercut, right? And, and you know, I've seen people have, and I, I've been a person, I've had my life in the balance over $100. $100. I've had life completely change over gifting somebody because clearly they weren't going to ever give it back, $100, right? I've had people leave my life in the balance because they didn't see the value. You know, y'all, people that don't be looking at the invoices, like, you know, you are, you know, especially if y'all, you're an entrepreneur out there, I guarantee you not paying somebody's day. I can guarantee you because you don't understand the value. I mean, you're not doing it because you just don't do it because some people just don't do it. No, you just simply don't understand the value of it. And they don't realize that people, particularly those that are self-employed, and we live in a country where a lot of people are self-employed. America, and, and I don't, I don't only because I don't know about the other places, but there are a lot of people in America. Um, you, you envy them because they don't have jobs, but there are a lot of people that can't work jobs. I was talking with somebody the other day, and I, always, I, I was giving them props of being always you know, self-sufficient and, and working for themselves and this, that, and the other. But lo and behold, they had a felony. You know, so therefore, and, and even my uh, good friend, my author, uh, coach, she is a hellified entrepreneur. Oh my gosh, she rocks. There's another one, uh, another one, um, um, they, their platform, they talk about marriage. Well, they, they had, a, um, one of the, one of the individuals in the, in the marriage had an issue, um, which, you know, in this country, everything, every kind, they try to make everything a felony. And it may not even have been that serious, but it is. And guess what? You know, we are the, the past work. Now, the future of work, don't give a damn about it. As long as you get, you can, are you productive? Do you produce? The future of work is, do you produce, honey? I'm telling y'all, but keep an eye on it. Now, you can follow me because I'm talking about this thing, right? You, you can work in this day and age, okay? All of this stuff has been changed around because what happened is, after they criminalized the citizens of America, then they realized, well, hell, Americans can't work, so now we got to go get some people that can work. And guess what? They all, they all, they can be citizens. Because once you become a citizen, they're going to criminalize you to the point that you can't take care of yourself. So, shit, come on across the border, okay? Somebody got to come in, come on in here. And I, and I don't mean just the Mexican border, I mean all borders. Whether you're flying over, coming under, or whatever. There are a lot of people that are coming in here and they're getting the work done simply because this country spent the last 30 years focusing on how to, how to reconstruct, reinstitute slavery through prison systems than building the future of this country. And it's literally about to, about to collapse. I mean, you can't name um, anything that this country wholeheartedly produced that's keeping us afloat. The only thing we have is debt. If not for the if not for the fact that you owe somebody, um, anyway. So let me get back to this. So again, you know, be very merry. Be very merry. I don't want to say merry. Stop saying merry Christmas. Have a very merry Christmas. Be very merry. Um, give a little bit more. Yes, this is the time to give, y'all. Yes, this is the time to think about others. And yes, I know sometimes that that's like dang, because you you don't have enough time really to think about yourself. But I'm going to tell you the joy, and I hope that you can sense, feel the joy in this, but the joy in, like, there's something I really, really want, 
And I'm like, you know what? And one of the reasons I don't have it is because I keep giving it away. And I'm like, maybe, you know, I got it. Let me, I see how, cause I see, like, I see how easy it is to get it. And I, like just, yes, just the other day, I really, really wanted a jacket. I, I gifted that jacket. I was like, oh, it, it didn't, it didn't really fit me like I want. And I gifted it to someone. Well, it really didn't even fit you like I wanted to. Like, and then they were like, well, I really want it. And I know she really wanted it, but I'm like, no, cause you about to make the same mistake I was going to make, you know? And you're not going to, I didn't enjoy it fitting that way. And I don't want you, I really don't want you to enjoy it fitting that way. So let's gift it one more time. And and I even said to them, like, listen, because that's a really nice jacket. We came upon it and uh, we're trying to get some more of them because it's really nice. And I said, but the person that's really going to enjoy it, it's almost like the glass slipper, honey. We was passing it around. You try it on. You try it on. You Because you know how you see something out there for a really great deal and you just get it anyway? And you like, okay, you know, because I could have rocked it and it would look great from behind. But then I'm like, I can't button it up. I can't zip it, you know, but it felt so good. And I'm like, you try it on. Okay, you, you can't do it. Either. Okay, let's pass it on to one more person because guess what? We can get another one and another one. In fact, I already texted my daughter, you know, please go and check and see if you can get these, this size, that size, that size. Because everybody wanted it because it was a really great deal and it was a really well-made tailored jacket as well as a number of other things. So... That's be that's what very merry is because I could have put it on and put myself in all my delusion walking around this jacket that I can't necessarily zipped up but it looked good you know and it was nice and tailored so it look it looked good but it's like it, it's not functional you know so I'm not trying to be dysfunctional with it right so but that's what's being very merry something that I really really wanted and I sent Petty Betty through all kinds of Petty Betty go get me that jacket I need that jacket you gotta have to go back in there because we done got to the car. I'm like, no, I got to get it. Even if I can't fit it, we got to find somebody because that's a good deal, right? So we were being very merry. And so that's what I want you to do. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to give you a podcast the next day or the next day. But in this holiday season, I want you, and I'm a minute over, just to be very merry. Be consistent. And I know being very merry is not all that consistent because I'm asking you to kind of go out on a limb. Just be cognizant and, and go through this awakening with us. Let's, let's just become aware. Let's just try to become aware. You know, I have to go today. I got to be, I got to be uber kind today because I was so mad at something that, you know, I started feeling that tightening. I'm like, I'm going to give myself a freaking heart attack trying to fix something that has been, I'm like, girl, this thing has been lifelong. You're trying to fix it in in a reaction. It ain't going to happen. Not even a conversation. I was trying to, I was like hoping like, I'm going to let my reaction be this, that, and the other, and it's going to fix it. No, it's lifelong, meaning that it's beyond, it's, it's before, it was before. Let me shout out my good friend, Stanley. And I say he's my good friend because somebody said y'all must be good friends because he keeps talking about you. Um, and I'm not, you know me, I never drop names just to drop names, you know, but I'm just like, literally, I got a call out the blue one day. Somebody called me, y'all, this guy who probably catch this podcast, called me and said, I follow you because Stanley talks about you. He, you know, he, said, he, he was like, he was like, man, your, your good friend Stanley, man, y'all have me dying. Because apparently he and I were some of the first black people on Twitter. <laughs> and you know how we do black people. We see each other in the room, you know, 
if we ain't rolling our eyes at each other and mad, it's another black. You know how some of y'all, some of y'all get mad. It's another black person in the room because you want all the favor because, you know, we got all the flavor. Some black people want all the favor because they, they want to be the one with all the flavor. And then here come another black person. They go like, oh, wait, this goes to all y'all like this. Yeah, we kind of all like this, except for some of them others. Some of them other skin folk, they be tripping. But anyway, so apparently early on in the early days of Twitter, you know, one but a, one but a few of us out here who valued the value of social media and the value, the, the ability to connect to diaspora. So it's it's pretty well thought that he and I are friends because, you know, when I would go live, he jump on my stuff. I jump on his, I guess people, you know, you never know who's watching. So I get this call, this guy who was in, he said he was in the hospital. His father was having surgery and my timeline was just giving him life, and he just said, I just want to thank you. He said, now I see what Stanley talks about. And I'm like, Stanley, who is that? And he says, Hammer. And I'm like, Hammer? It's him. Oh, okay. And then I got connected, whatever. So today, I wanted an inspiration. And I'm going to tell y'all, let me tell y'all. The inspiration I wanted was, this. I keep seeing these line dances coming up, you know, and everybody wants to go line dancing. And I want to go line dancing, but I feel like some of the line dancers out there, they're not burning enough calories, right? I, I'm not trying to be line dancing and I ain't losing no weight, right? I want to I wanna line dance and I want to lose weight. So I was thinking, man, I'm going to go find a dance that's like real fast so I can burn calories. I'm live. So I want to see, that's the dismissiveness. I, we'll come back to that. But anyway, so I want to go. I want to line, I want to dance like Hammer so I can burn the calories, right? So I go over to Hammer's timeline. He has a pinned post, right? A pinned post. I want y'all to go check it out. And he says, he's talking about, and it's the 2018, so apparently he pinned his Hammer. Can you pin him? And he ain't got to pin another post because he probably like, what? Well, Drivers, you just saw, I pinned it 2018. You just not seeing it, all right? Like, I'm I'm doing this podcast. Y'all might not listen to this until next Christmas because I'm going to guess what I'm going to do come next Christmas. I'm going to share this one. So I'm like, you know, I go over there. He said, I focus on, he said, um, I focus on history to contextualize the present. No, wait a minute. He, I actually tried to flip it around because I was trying to figure out where I was. But he was saying using history to contextualize. I think he says he focused on the future to contextualize the present and something, some kind of way he had history in there. I can't, I can't grab my device and switch over to it. And I was like, man, I would, and I you know me, I was like, man, I would flip that because I wanted to be where I am, and I can, I overconsume history to contextualize the present so that I can focus on the future. And I think he said he focused on the future to contextualize the, he focused on history to contextualize the present so that he can live his best life in the future. And apparently he had a, he had a, a song about best life and, uh, and, and, and so forth. And, and it went with that, but I love the way go over there. Cause put it back in context, go over there to his timeline. But I love that. Because I would say, um, look at the history to contextualize. Because contextualizing the present, that's what we were trying to do with how to get out of bed. Because if you can't get out of bed, and we talked about depression and anxiety, 
And it came from a meme that I, I learned this from a meme. Somebody shared a meme some time ago that said that depression was focusing too much on the past. You're still there and something has already happened. And anxiety was focusing too much on the future, something that has not happened yet to the point that you cannot be in the present and deal with what's now. And let me tell you, honey, it saves you. Because like, like I said, what I did, I woke up today thinking I had to go rush out of here for an appointment with my dad. And like, wait, that's next week. Okay, boom, get off my plate. Take that off the plate. Get that off the calendar, right? And in the same thing, it's like when I, when I want to find time to create and to write and things like that, I have to, especially being a mom. I was a mom of four, you know, and I had work and I was building dryer buzz and, and just trying to get to this future. This right here, this was the future I was trying to play on a Monday morning. Not ain't got like I, 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 Mondays used to be, Mondays used to take me out, right? Trying to get four kids off to these, all these different schools and, and all these things that I was accountable and responsible for, you know, till Mondays used to just take me out. And I'm in, I like, I want to get to the point where I don't have to deal with Mondays because I remember getting a job offer, uh, when my kids were small and it was literally like, you know, work, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and be off the rest of the week. And I'm like, I can't give up every weekend. They, because they, in school, they got all this stuff on the weekend. You know, I can't be gone from my kids all weekend. And two, being a single mom, it's like, you know, I couldn't work. I, I was financially, I needed to work three jobs, right? And then trying to do all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay, I got to find something that allows me to be in the home more. So coming online and having my online websites and those kinds of things, other ways of making money and passive income when we needed it and so forth, allowed me to be home. My goal was I wanted to be home more, right? And then once they became teenagers, I was like, I don't ever want to be home. And people were like, you going to take the, you going to take Christmas? I ain't taking no days off. I ain't going home. I got, I got some testosterone and some estrogen and some preteen and some teenage stuff. I ain't going home. Christmas time, y'all, I would be the one person. I'd work every, every shift, every hour. Here, you need me over there? I'm going to work this job. I'm going to work that job. I was not trying to be home when those kids were out of school. I'm telling you, it was like, y'all, I'm talking about four, okay? Even to this day, I'm like, but I wanted this. This was the future that I wanted was to be able to have a Monday where I could be creative. I could write. And even if I couldn't get out of bed, I could take the time to meditate a little bit where I didn't have to. One rule in my house was nobody ever has to rush up out of here. I don't care if the school bus is coming. I don't care what time school starts. If you are not prepared to take on the day, we stop. Everybody stops. Who who do you need? What do you need? If you Everybody's like, well, I can't stop. I got to go. Okay. But if somebody can't go, take a moment. We always made sure that we had life in such a way that if somebody needed the world to stop. And I remember Petty Betty alluding to that when we went through something, when she went through her trauma uh, episode uh, of life, something that altered her life forever. And she said that she had a moment this weekend. Um, where it all came out and, and I, and I asked her, I said, what triggered that? And she said, I never, I never gave into that. I never gave into it. Um, uh, and so I was, again, everything stops. We, we feel it, feel it, let it come through. I've always been able to say to my children and to myself, 
Feel what you feel. Allow yourself to feel what you feel. Because when you don't, it's going to come out somewhere, sometime. And you might be around people that can't handle it. Because people are going to be like, ooh, they, they, they'll recognize it because they've been there. But they don't want nobody to know they've been there. So if that's you and somebody's posting on, you know, they're having a hard time. And, 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 and you know, don't, don't join the chaos, you know. If, you, if you've been there and you're going to say that you've been there, at least continue on telling them how you came through. What was your, how did you become consistent? How did you become cognizant of it? What was your awakening? How did you become aware? That's all I wrote down. Because in that, in that is how you become very merry. It's not enough to go and buy a bunch of stuff and wrap it all up and put it under the tree. Because even after you've torn all the wrapping paper and everybody has all this stuff, let me tell you. You know that there have been a holiday you've gotten everything you ever wished for, but still there was something empty. There was still there was question about why they gave you that, you know, because sometimes people will give you stuff because they're trying to fix some of the stuff they've done to you otherwise, you know. Sometimes people are saying all the nice stuff because they turn in the corner and they're saying all the other stuff, you know, and you feel that, you know that, they represent that, it shows, it's out there, it's real. And until we are really ready to say that it's real, you're going to continue to find yourself at times when you cannot get out of that bed. I've taken up enough of your time. I am not going to let an hour TikTok away from us. Three minutes, if you got somewhere to be at the top of the hour, you got three minutes to stop listening to me live. You've got three minutes to stop and press pause Press, uh, come back and binge on this stuff later. I'm not going to give you any more. You're not going to miss anything. You got to be at the top of the hour. You started this one on the hour. I'm going to take these three minutes to say, thank you guys. Uh, I, cause you know, I know this can't possibly be the last one of the year, but the next couple of ones, maybe we'll just simply review some of the better ones and play some of the best stuffs and so forth. But I want to thank you first and foremost for allowing me to just speak my mind and be open and honest about the fact that there were so many days over the last year and a couple of years, uh, as I wrap up this five year, this journey that I've been on, uh, going into 2020, I'm so excited about the, the, the time and, and the new decade. And the, I'm so excited about the decade that I just had and that I survived it. And I hope that you intend to survive. Cause I know breathing while it may seem like it's not intentional for some of us, we have to be real intentional about it because the world is heavy. And if you try to put it on your shoulder, you you know that you are feeling that weight. Um, as I look back through the book, like I said, if you go to my just a regular podcast channel, you're going to find these episodes mixed in with some others. If you're looking on uh, some of the timelines, you again. But if you want just this, I did create a Facebook page called How to Get Out of Bed. So if you want just these, they're over there. Uh, and they do, you know, we give you a word, we give you a little, little something to meditate on, we give you even an exercise to do after that. And uh, and then also we give you uh, some antidotes. Antidotes are there. So again, guys, go and be very merry. But even before you do that, you know I need one more favor, right? Just one more favor. Do me this favor. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.